Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibi and Chilled Anime Podcast, the podcast that talks all about all things anime, all things manga, anything that you're kind of thinking Japan related, it's about anime, it's about manga, I'm going to be talking about it on this podcast, so be sure to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. So I'm your host Ryan and I'm a massive anime and manga fan and I have been for many 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 years, since the 90s, since I was a kid and that fad has never truly ended. So a few things before we dive into today's episode, I've got a bunch of new anime pin badges over on my eBay shop for you to check out. There's One Piece ones, there's Pokemon one and there's some Jujutsu Kaisen ones with more being added to the range soon. I'm not entirely sure when, I need to kind of prep them first, but they are coming soon. Be sure to check out the first five pins are over, they're already live, they're already on the shop, go check them out. You won't want to miss out on them, they're great to add to hats, bags, like straps on stuff. Honestly, go check them out, I've kept some of them for myself to add to my bag, because I just couldn't let them all go, I need to keep some for myself. And also, if you're into Funko Pops, much like myself, and like me, are also kind of addicted to them. I've got a 10% off code for you for OpticCollectibles.com and it's ChibiWeeb. So if you enter the code ChibiWeeb on OpticCollectibles.com, you'll save 10% off your order. Go check them out. They've got some exclusives and chase on chase what pops on there and also some like mystery boxes where it's kind of like you could get a chase, you could get a normal, who knows, it's all part of the Funko collecting fun. Go to OpticCollectibles.com for 10% off using the code ChibiWeeb. So this episode is all about being an anime fan and how that's kind of completely changed over the years. We'll take a look at how the anime kind of fandom or fandom in the West specifically kind of started off and how it was when I was growing up and actually how it's completely changed not only as a genre or as a interest and a hobby in itself but how it's completely changing our shopping habits especially my shopping habits how it's changing brands how brands are changing to suit anime and incorporate anime into their campaigns and their kind of whole vibe and we'll take a look at why the anime community anime fandom anime weebiness whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call the community how that's kind of One of the strongest and most proud fandoms that there are alongside the Taylor Swift fandom because they go really, really hard. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about anime and let's talk about how how it's just taken over everything from clothing to food to homes. Let's go through it. So if you're like me, I grew up in, I was born in 1994, so that makes me 29 now. And if you're like me, you kind of grew up with the likes of Sailor Moon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Beyblade, Digimon, Pokemon, Carcaptor Sakura, all, all the truly nostalgic, or nostalgic now, all the truly turned westernized by four kids anime that were shown i think from memory i remember it watching it like every day but i don't think i watched the episodes in the order necessarily i think i kind of just caught whatever episode was on at the time and i was i was happy with that because i was like nine but if you're like me you grew up with anime and you know my 
my obsession with it has kind of developed as I've grown and I'm assuming with you listening to this podcast you're the same I can only assume but I think anime is one of those things it's one of those hobbies that or interests that grows with you and being a fan of anime is something that used to be something that's super niche and super weird people didn't really as you kind of grew up um from from like watching cartoons on on uh, evening as if I don't do that now but as you kind of grow up it became super niche and it became super weird to be liking these Japanese cartoons and why they speak weird and why the shows are weird and why you're watching one about little creatures that can shoot electric from their cheeks and a girl that like is the princess of the moon and has sailor scouts around it you know all this all the traditional stuff it became super weird to love that and as I was growing up it kind of you know, you can't. It, you don't get shamed out of it, but I can remember feeling a little bit like I can't like this anymore. I can't. I can't be liking this stuff anymore. It's not right. You know, try and find other interests. Try and find other interests to fill that void. And as I've kind of grown up, it's only as I've grown into myself and kind of realised that no, do you know what? If I like it, I like it, and that's enough. And you know, if it makes me happy, then that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if I spend my money on a Funko Pop. We'll talk about that in a bit, but it doesn't matter if we I spend twelve pounds or fifteen pounds or twenty pounds on a Funko Pop if I love it and I find that that it brings me joy. And I think that was different back then when you were growing up. I think in the two thousands, you know, it was kind of everyone. I think maybe it's different because you're a teenager, but there's that kind of obsession with fitting in and doing the norm and conforming, whereas now I'm more than happy to not conform and not to stick to the status quo and all that good stuff, you know, all the punk rebel stuff. But I think now it's even different from a different level. Brands, I think, are falling over themselves to kind of get a piece of the anime action. And we see brands completely change themselves. So we see slight changes and slight inclusions into the anime genre with brands like Gucci, their Gucci Flora advert has that kind of anime vibe to it with the Miley Cyrus inclusion and the kind of, it starts off like real world it and it goes into like this anime kind of style, which is really, really cool. I love that advert. But then we see brands such as HMV. And if you're listening in America, I don't actually know if they, if you guys have HMV or had HMV over there, but we see brands HMV was a like a video store it sold like CDs DVDs that kind of stuff videos but now over time it kind of started to build up its range to include more anime and more like merch stuff it's like ramen bowls plushies t-shirts that kind of stuff and it went into um liquidation like it completely like the business flopped essentially people weren't shopping at it because of streaming services such as netflix obviously you're not going to buy a dvd if you can stream it online but while i was in ireland i noticed that it had kind of been either franchised or bought out or completely changed to rebrand as the hmv or the hmv and the entire store just sells like anime and manga merch and some vinyls but it's the entire front of the shops are completely focused on anime and manga and merch, blind bags, Funko Pops, Mystery Minis, Lounge Fly, everything that you can focus on for anime and manga can be found in this shop. This isn't 
disclaimer, this isn't sponsored by the HMV. I wish it was. If you, if anyone from the HMV shop is listening to this, I am more than happy to get free stuff. So, you know, details, you can find my details online. But yeah, please send me free stuff. But it's, I find that interesting that as I've kind of grown up, I've kind of seen this development of brands and the development of the anime community and the anime kind of interest and hobby and how brands like the the HMV have completely shifted and seen how well they've seen how much money is in it let's be fair but they've seen how popular anime is and how it's continuing to grow and how much people are actually obsessed with this and will buy anything that's got their character's face on it I am included in that I will buy anything that's got a Sailor Moon on it or anything that's got anything to do with One Piece on it, anything to do with One Piece, I will most likely buy. So I think it's interesting to see brands completely change and completely shift. And if if I would have said to nine-year-old me that in Meadow Hall in Sheffield, there'll be a The HMV store that's basically 90% anime and manga, I would not have believed myself. Or if I'd have told myself that you can watch all of the anime you want on Crunchyroll and you just pay one monthly fee. Or if you go to Dublin, there's a two-story, the HMV store and a Forbidden Planet and all this stuff. I would have lost my little mind. And I think, when I think about it now, when we went shopping, we went, me and my partner went shopping in Dublin um, as part of like spending some of my birthday money. And I was so, so hyped to just spend a day going through all these different anime and manga merch shops. And it was just awesome. That was the best day. And I got so much stuff. Um, most people, some people may say, oh, that's a waste of money. It's just a, it's just a figure that sits on the side or it's just a book that you'll read once or, you know, whatever, whatever comments they may say. I'm sure you guys must have heard them at some point as well. But I don't want to swear on the podcast because then I had to click it as explicit. But... You do you. You know, if you want to buy a £20 Funko Pop, then buy the £20 Funko Pop. Or if you want to buy the Mystery Minute and risk getting a duplicate, but that's part of the fun anyway, then buy it. If, you know, our generation, I think, is so different. And, you know, let's celebrate that. I, we grew up with anime and manga and this kind of stuff comes with the territory and the hobby and the love for it, I guess. And, you know stores are falling over themselves to include this stuff because they know how popular it is. I think within the anime community itself, I think there are some fandoms that really, really go hard and some that you're just a fan of. There's some hardcore anime fans. And if you're already listening to this, I'm sure you can already reel some off. And I have to say, I fit into some of these I'm definitely, definitely one of those ones for the One Piece fandom, uh, the Mujiwara. I am a huge One Piece fan and, you know, it's it's one of those fandoms that I think it's so quick to recommend anyone to One Piece, defend how long it is, defend the storylines, all this stuff. And I am one of those people. I, oh my God, it's the goat of anime and no one will tell me otherwise. But at the same time, I have a massive kind of nostalgic version of that for Sailor Moon, Digimon, Car Captor Sakura. There's different kind of ones for different kind of shows. And 
I absolutely will protect them with my life if I have to. And I think that's something we don't really see from other fandoms. You do with Taylor Swift, I have to say. I think that's she's definitely got that kind of vibe. And their fan, her fans absolutely will defend her to the death. And Beyonce, actually, to that fact as well. But anime, I think, is one of those ones, because it turned out so niche and it began so niche, we kind of have like this kind of parental protection over it. We want to protect it. We want to support it, I guess, because... Or I feel like that anyway. I don't know if anyone else does. But I think because it became so niche and I don't want to say bullied, you know, you kind of get the the certain vibes when you're growing up about it from, from others and, you know, you shouldn't be liking this stuff, you know, you should, you know, get into cars, all this kind of stuff. You know, I think we end up slightly protective of our hobby and our interest because it's something that, it, it wasn't taboo, but something that, yeah, you know, come on, you shouldn't be watching Japanese cartoons now. But... Now, most of my time is focused around making this anime podcast or doing pictures for my anime-focused Instagram account and watching anime and thinking about when I'm going to watch the next anime and trying to work out when I can finish One Piece and also watch Tokyo Revengers and also Jujutsu Kaisen and Zom 100 all in like a day. But it's part of the fun and that is part of why... Being an anime fan is the best kind of fandom because there's so much to enjoy. There is so much to dive into. Whether you want to read the manga, whether you want to read the watch the what read the shows, whether you want to watch the anime and just just watch the anime, whether you want to collect every kind of Funko Pop like me out there. I'm currently working my way through collecting all of the One Piece ones, and of late it kind of grew quite substantially because um, Smiths. If you're in the UK again. If you're in the UK, go to Smith's Toy Store for your Funko Pops because, one, the prices are great and you can find some real gems in there. If you kind of hunt on the wall, they're never organised by anime for some reason. But if you go on the wall, there's so much hidden gems in there. Honestly, go there. You can get some on sale and there's nothing wrong with them. I think they just have an overstock of them. But I got a Trafalgar Law Funko exclusive one in there for like £14. Definitely, definitely. If you're in the UK, I don't know if they're in the USA, so apologies. But if you're in the UK, definitely, definitely get yourself over to a Smith's toy store. Again, it's not sponsored by them, but amazing deal. I'm all for a hobby on a budget. <laughs> so so definitely go and treat yourself at a Smith's toy store for a Funko Pop. But on that note, you know, I think this obsession with Collecting different types of merch is something that I never really see in other fandoms. There's so much of a collector's vibe for people who love anime and Japan culture. I'm, well, I love Funko Pop stuff. I love the Funko Pops themselves, but the mystery minis. I also collect the Ocean Bomb uh, anime drinks. I had the complete Sailor Moon collection. Now I finally found the last two. And now I have four out of the uh, six One Piece ones. And there's, again, I'm never going to drink them. I'm not going to drink them because I want to keep them as they are. Disclaimer, I do take the Funko Pops out of the box because I have like a bookcase that they go on and they look real nice. But I feel like opening the can is a bit weird because over time, if it's open, it will go a bit gross. So I'm not going to risk it. But like nine times out of ten, I will be seen wearing an anime top or anime shorts. Or right now I'm wearing a Tokyo Avengers top and Pokemon socks. I guess... 
I will repeat, I am 29. And what of it? You know, there's something so kind of funny, but not in a funny ha-ha way. There's something so funny about how we're all obsessed with the collector's side of the anime culture and the anime vibe. I'm so into collecting different stuff for the anime that I love. And I don't really know why, you know, there is kind of, sometimes I do second guess myself when I buy a Funko Pop. I kind of do feel, I do still kind of get that like legacy feeling of, I shouldn't really be buying this because it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't serve me right now. It doesn't really function as anything in the home, but it does just have the pure function of bringing me joy and the joy of collecting them, the joy of ticking off my, uh, the collection, like the series lists and the joy of seeing my favourite characters in a super chibi, cute form on my shelf. You know, I think that is function enough. But I have to say, sometimes I do get the kind of niggling feeling that mm, I'm not entirely sure if this is the best use of my money, but it is if you think about that it's bringing joy. So what more could you ask for for what you're purchasing? And I think being an anime fan, on another tangent here, there's something special about having very, not very old anime, that's not what I want to say, like anime that you grew up with as an actual child, kind of grow up with you is very special. And you see these moments in the anime, even if you haven't watched it throughout its entirety, because you you kind of just didn't, it, maybe it's not, maybe you just, did, you know, you didn't, whatever, for whatever reason you didn't. And you see it hit this kind of climax and it's all over Twitter, it's all over Facebook, it's all over Instagram and that kind of nostalgic emotionalness that comes with it is just amazing. There's one specific one for this for me and it was uh, Pokemon and uh, if you already know, you know, but the moment where the Ash and uh, and Pikachu storyline ended and Ash won the championships he became like the pokemon master and his dream came true and seeing that all over my social media feed seeing the world obsessed with that was wow like the emotion around that was just insane and it's emotion that is strange to have around something like anime i know yes i cried at one piece because of like the going merry and all that kind of stuff but this kind of emotion was very different because it had such a deep rooted nostalgic emotion to it i grew up watching ash and pikachu and going on their adventures the many many films the many 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 anime series and seeing this character that is now 25 well the, well i think he's still 10 in the anime but has turned 25 like for an anniversary point of view, seeing the world obsessed with that and seeing it on the Shibuya Crossing being streamed live, seeing it being streamed live on YouTube, seeing everyone kind of come together and seeing the voice actor for the UK, um, the uh, westernised dub, showcase her emotions around Asha's journey and how it ended was just a cultural reset. That was just insane to kind of see this anime that I've grown up with end essentially end or that character's journey that I grew up with end and seeing this new generation for Pokemon to be starting and them kind of focusing on the new characters 
it's strange. I think that's the only this is the only kind of fandom that I can think about or that I know of that has that kind of legacy feeling or that legacy of of an, a hobby growing up with you in that sense. Yes, you can like knitting for the rest of your life. You know, that lovely. But I don't I don't know if you could get emotionally attached to it in the same kind of sense. But I think being an anime fan, because of what I've spoke about in a really roundabout kind of way in this podcast, this might be really this this episode might be a little bit chaotic and I apologize for that. It's kind of just one big rant, isn't it? But being an anime fan, for all these reasons, the collectability-ness, the merch, the growing up with it, the kind of weirdness when you were growing up with it, I think being an anime fan is the most special kind of fandom that you can be a part of. And it's the most globally connected one. It's the most interesting one. It's the most fun one. And more power to us as anime fans that stuck to it all this time. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for checking this out. I really do appreciate every single listen, every follow, every download. It really does mean a lot. From one weep to another, thank you so much. If you're wanting any anime merch, head over to my social media links. Find me on social media, find me on TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. And you'll see a link to my eBay shop where I have a bunch of anime themed prints for you to check out with worldwide shipping. Please do leave a rating and a review on the podcast platform that you're listening on this to. It really does support the show. It only takes a few seconds and it's free. I cannot ask. If I ask one thing of you, I'd ask that. Please do leave a rating and a review. Even if it's not great, please let me know. You know, it's even a bad one. Bad press is always... what. No, what's the saying? Any press is good press, I guess. Oh, that rhymed. So, so... A rating and a review would be great. It really does support the show, so thank you so, so much for whatever roof can review you do leave. If you're a mega fan of anime, then why not check out my brand new Patreon monthly subscription club? There are three tiers of membership, Chibi Fan, Chibi Super Fan, and Chibi Mega Fan, with each tier being better than the last. Each month, for one cost, you'll receive free prints, free downloads and much much more including exclusive behind the scenes videos photos and more of how i create my prints and anime themed artwork if you'd like to receive exclusive updates and anime themed goodies every single month delivered straight to you then why not check out my patreon the link's down below i'm sure you'll love being a part of the chibi weeb fan club sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task However, I have some anime-themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime-themed cards, such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more, with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by thoughtful.co.uk, with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime-themed cards over on my Instagram, with my links being over on there. Search Chibi Weeb Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday 
for the next episode of the Chibi Peace exclusive Apple Podcast exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks guys, bye bye.